Hello and welcome to the first episode of News Claude. I'm Christy and this is a new Claude of War podcast service where I try and pick out the week's juiciest news, updates and some of the best picks for gaming for the weekend. We're just trialling it for now but please if it works for you let us know and we'll keep doing it. The aim here is to give you a gaming news fix for that Friday feeling when you still have to be working away and don't have the time or inclination to follow the big sites yourself. You can send us a tweet or follow us at Claude of War on Twitter or you can find us at anchor.fm forward slash Claude of War where you'll find a myriad ways of listening to us including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Casts etc. But if you listen to us via the Android or iOS Anchor FM app you can also send us lovely applause and even lovelier voice messages which we can integrate easily into new episodes. So if you have something to say, say it! So on to the news. Okay, first up we've got the Xbox July update. So Microsoft have just launched the big July update for uh, your Xbox. So among the changes listed are a thing called Fast Start, which is apparently a new system which allows you currently downloading games to start faster. It's being heralded as a great innovation, but I'm not entirely sure that to us mortals there's much difference between this and what's gone before, to be honest. I should add, this is only for select titles, according to the Microsoft blog. Among other updates are the ability to group games and apps together, which either will be a yay for you or like me will be an oh Jesus they've changed the interface again, but I'm old and therefore I hate change. Then we have Mixer Improvements which is MS's own take on Twitch and finally console broadcasting improvements. Is that still Mixer? I don't know. And stability improvements because we are all sick and tired of falling over, aren't we? Next we've got PS Now. So PlayStation have added a yearly subscription tier to the service, which makes it a lot more tempting. The streaming service has up till now been only available at £12.99 per month, which amounts to almost £156 a year. The new yearly price is £85, just over half the previous yearly total. This makes the service way more tempting, and if the rumours of PS4 game downloads are true, and after initially looking a little hooky, they are seeming more solid, uh, we could be looking at a viable response to Microsoft's excellent Game Pass offering, although the PlayStation Now sub is still too much right now, and it has to compete with the fact that Microsoft has its first party and some third-party games launching day and date on the service with the retail versions. I guess we'll have to wait for the next round of conferences, maybe even PSX, to hear the full details. Next we've got the Nintendo lineup. Uh, Aging and fading outgoing Nintendo president Tatsumi Kimishima, who took over the post following the lamentable passing of Iwata-san, has held his final meeting with Nintendo shareholders before he hands over to Shuntaro Furukawa. Kimishima was grilled about Ninti's lacklustre E3 given that it prompted a sizeable decline in share price. Addressing shareholders' concerns that Smash Brothers isn't going to do the trick, according to a translated uh, transcript of the meeting from Jewel Shockers, Kimishima-san said that the company is preparing to disclose more information to the customers at an appropriate timing, including products that will be launched during the year-end shopping battle. It's not yet time to announce the full lineup. He also said it was a powerful lineup. It's good to hear, as I for one was pretty disappointed by the Smash Heavy E3 Direct. As I said, this is almost a verbatim translation from Shockers, so head over there for the full story, I'll link it in the description. Okay, now on to Joseph Fares, the director of recent EA Indie success A Way Out. The outspoken Joseph Fares has already started, perhaps unsurprisingly, talking up his next project. EA are again supporting him in the venture and Fares has said they were 
in quotes, super supportive of the team and the project, which is obviously great press for the mega corporation. And he went to great pains to say, nobody f***ed with the vision, which also gets some headlines, I suppose. But then again, maybe you need to have that attitude to get a corporation like EA to back the f*** off, man. And on to Skyrim. Apparently, some insane people have been asking for mods for Skyrim on Switch. It would surely seem to me that a handheld like the Switch, for which there will be very little computing or storage overhead, would not be getting mods. But no! Dear Bethesda, I would like the moon on a stick, please. Understandably, Bethesda have said, right now, we're doing nothing. In other words, apologies, but we don't make moons on sticks right now. Okay, this one is for Claude co-host Ian. So this is Enderblade Chronicles 2 and data miners have unearthed evidence that an upcoming patch to the game will allow users to fully customise difficulty. So an image surfaced on Reddit showing sliders for enemy attack power, attack frequency, hit points, multipliers and other things. This kind of granularity should allow experienced players to raise the level of challenge precisely in a way that's unique to them. If this turns out to be true, that is. Willy Waving MMO and Survival Sandbox online game. God, genres are confusing now, aren't they? Conan Exiles has done well for itself, it seems. It's now Oslo-based Funcom's fastest-selling game ever. They broke their previous Age of Conan record of 1.4 million units, sold in three years by breaking that 1.4 million point in less than half the time. They used the opportunity to announce new DLC, Journey to the West, which will launch in early August, not far off at all and introduces new building pieces, furniture, what is this, The Sims, armour and more. There was no mention of an expanded willy selection. But don't Okay, so let's finish off with a few suggestions for games to hide away from the summer sun with. Sorry, Southern Hemisphere folk, but I'm in Scotland and I'm having a summer like I've never had before, so I'm going to keep talking about it. Right, let's start with uh, PS Plus, the double discount sale. If you have Plus, then you really, really need to have a good look here. The sale is absolutely massive and there's some serious bargains to be had. My personal pick, if you like racing games and more simmy ones at that, is probably TT Isle of Man. Um, it's beyond its slightly drab initial presentation. This is one of the most visually stunning bike racers I've ever played. Actually, it's up there with some of the best car racers too. Handling is tweakable to your liking, but the sensation of speed and a sense of place, especially on the TT Isle of Man Snaefell course, is astonishing. Um, Kyloton's WRC7 is also on sale and light years ahead of their previous efforts. Don't get the collection because WRC5 and 6 were respectively awful and slightly disappointing. So if you're a racing fan, pick one of those up and you shouldn't regret it. Absolute gems and a real bargain. Outside of those, my recommendations would be Dishonored, Death of, Death of the Outsider, Persona 5, an amazing JRPG, Shadow of War, Overwatch, XCOM 2, Dirt 4, Alien Isolation, a game that gave me the worst case of the nopes I've ever had, Everspace, and I'm sure I've missed a few. It's a dangerous sale, that one. On Switch, Pocket Rumble, a retro fighter that was supposed to be a launch title, has finally hit the shops. It's cute, compact, cheap, at just under £7, and it has a, it's a two-button fighter that kicks my ass in under 30 seconds. It really needs some difficulty options, but it's surprisingly deep, quite a lot of fun, and if you can survive the first few days without launching your Switch at a wall, then you're going to love it. One for purists, though. This is a technical fighter for not a lot of money, and the online is supposed to be tight too, but... 
I've not tried it because I've already cried enough. Onrush is having a free weekend if you're a cheapskate. I'm sceptical about the game, mainly because it's a racing game that doesn't really race, but the people who love it really seem to love it. I'll give it a go this weekend, and maybe you should too. After all, this is the crew who created Drive Club. And that's the end of the first news, Claude. Hit us up on the Anchor app, or send us a tweet on at Claude of War. Like us, subscribe to us, let us know if this is something you'd like more of. <clears throat> and my voice is going. Have a great weekend, folks. Bye. Our excellent music is courtesy of Eric Matthias at soundimage.org and the sound effects are courtesy of audiosoundclips.com. Uh, all of this is through the Creative Commons license.